Well, that was one of the best wrestling pay-per-views of the year so far. And I think it'll be standing there as one of the best at the end of the year as well. I'm talking, as you might expect, about AEW Revolution. I wasn't interested in all of it. Well, I was interested, but not as hyped up or as involved in all of it. But I thought it had the right combination of, oh my word, look at that. Oh, look at the way he's bleeding. And isn't that great wrestling? So I think it had it all, really. I mean, when you start the whole thing with something which is going to make you stand up and shout, that would be Jericho versus Eddie Kingston, or in my view, trying to get the rub from a far more popular Eddie Kingston, then you know you're making a big statement, don't you? Kingston did get a real pop here, and this was a knockdown, nasty drag-out affair. They really, I mean, they left nothing. I mean, right from the beginning, the half-and-a-half suplex, it was a kind of a bit of over-rotation, I think, or a bit of excitement, maybe, from Eddie. I don't know if it was meant. I feel sure it wasn't. Jericho landed right on the top of his head, and he had a lot of trouble. But um, there was some superb work here, including Kingston getting the pin. And um, I'm quite surprised. I was quite surprised by that. I know that Jericho in my view, is looking to, not to bring people on, because I don't think he's got that rub anymore. I don't think he's got that status anymore. Even though he's, if, if, you, if you're saying, if you have to say you've got that status, you haven't got that status. And I think he has, and I think that Kingston does have that status as a kind of outsider. So, it was a great match to start. No quarter given. And then, you follow that with the Redragon, versus the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express as champions. Tag team championship match. Well, extraordinary again and beautifully uh, organised. And that's a feature of the matches in this rather overlong, in my view, but over not overlong perhaps, but overstuffed pay-per-view. The matches were... They were brought on slowly. Early on, we saw some very nice um, Jungle Boy springboard rope work. And then, I mean, a, a huge, um, I think it was, I think it was Nick Jackson destroyer on Luchasaurus. He's a big man to do that to, you know. Reed Dragon, I mean, you see, these, these three teams can all work so well together. That's a feature of these teams. They work incredibly well together. And that really really helps in a match like this. There's a nice Jungle Boy DDT and Suplex combo. Sorry, a DDT and Suplex combo from Reed Dragon onto Jungle Boy. There's a lot of action here. And then I like that Reed Dragon are doing the total elimination, which was the Kronos and Saturn. ECW move, you know, top to bottom. Yeah, it's great. And then you've got Jungle Boy hitting a runner off the top on one of the books and an immediate suplex on the other. It's beautiful. Jurassic Express picked up the win, but there was such fun and such enjoyment in this match. 
Then you're moving into the ladder match. Hobbs versus Wardrobe versus Keith Lee versus Cassidy versus Starks versus Christian. Cassidy came in to the ring where the Hobbs, Wardrobe and Keith Lee were in there. He looked tiny by comparison. It's very nice. Lee just threw him at everyone, which is great, actually. At one point, there was a nice moment where Starks and Hobbs were on opposite sides of the ladder and they both raced up to try and get to the brass ring. And I was, I kind of curled my lip when uh, Orange Cassidy did the helicopter ladder spot, but Wardlow and Hobbs grabbed each side of it to stop him rotating. So what he did was he came from underneath it, somersaulted onto the top of it, or rather kicked up to the top of it, I suppose, skinned the cat to the top of it to try and grab that brass ring. That was lovely. They were very surprised. I like that. We've got the three big blokes fighting then because you've got to, if you're not going to give Keith Lee the opportunity to grab the brass ring, and we know it's going to be wardrobe, then you've got to get him out of the, of the action, really. So they did. The three blokes fought up the ramp towards where the announce table was and then Wardlow threw Hobbs and Keith Lee off the stage into some boxes, I presume, and some nice fluffy feathers and, uh, and nice, um, nice pillows, I presume. Something like that anyway. So that's it for them. Wardrobe can then get back and actually he takes his time. So by the time he runs back to the to the ring, Starks is up the ladder. So you've got um, Danhausen then coming out. Yeah, cursing Starks and Wardrobe. Shivani says, "What the hell was that?" Ross says, "A cameo," in that tone of voice. And I feel the same way actually. I do like Danhausen, but if they carry on doing this with him, then there'll be no point to him. At the end, you've got Starks on the ladder with wardrobe power bombed off that ladder onto another ladder which was laid flat between the ropes and one of the rungs and wardrobe wins it was a flat out match it's difficult with a ladder match to do any new spots so the spots we had seen before but it was the pure energy and the excitement and the flat out nature of it that really really worked during that match, we saw the men of the year. That would be uh, All Ego, Ethan Page and uh, Scorpio Sky with Dan Lambert just watching because they're not involved in the, in the, in the pay-per-view. How's your All Ego now, Ethan? I'm so cheesed off that I shouldn't be angry with them. It's the way they've been booked, which is so bad. Okay, we've got the dog collar match. It's a dog collar match. A couple of weeks ago, I was interested in it because MJF produced one of the promos, best promos I have ever seen. And I thought, surely they won't just do the, I did it so that I could kick you in the balls angle. And they did. So a bit like the way that they are doing the wardrobe face turn. They're doing, this is very clear and very obvious. And with a, a dog collar match, you know, I've been watching wrestling a long time. I've seen them before. There's very little you can do. You can choke. You can pull it between the legs, which I don't think they did. You can... Put it, put it over the eyes, which they did. You can bust them open. Yeah, you can whip them with it. You can put it round your fist and smack them with it. At one point, CM Punk was wearing a crimson mask. And then, oh, um, also MJF was was uh, broken, was busted open, broken open as well. They did try and wrestle. So things like a bulldog, sunset flips, 
that sort of thing. I think a powerbomb at one point, but which is interesting. And I, I always like it when they do that in heavily stipped matches. At one point, they went out and they were coming back, and I think it was CM Punk leading MJF back to the ring, both bleeding heavily. MJF said something, and I feel sure I saw CM Punk laugh. Now, neither should be doing that, but if MJF says something to you, do not laugh. I could be wrong, but it looked like it, and I know I'm down on CM Punk, because I don't see what all the fuss is about, because I don't remember him in WWF, you see. And he was great in ROH, but not the standout star that people think he is. I thought he laughed. Do not do that. It became good this match, or better. In at one point, there was a punk tombstone on the apron, which was lovely. Wardrobe came out, of course, and he did some good work. Work that I didn't think he was capable of. Whereas he wanted, he called, uh, he was out there to give the, the ring to MJF, couldn't find it. Punk used the distraction for the GTS. Turns, doesn't pin him. Turns round to look at Wardrobe. Wardrobe suddenly finds the ring, gives it to Punk. Punk's got a lovely reaction to that. And uh, he gets the pin. It went on too long, but it achieved some interest later on. Okay, the, the because they bled and everything, and it was a big sort of marquee thing, which I really wasn't into that much, because I've seen a lot of them. You've got Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, who's a champ, for the championship. Martinez is not there. Mercedes Martinez is not there. And why is that? I don't quite understand why she wouldn't be there. I was just looking to see if there's any news on it, but can't find anything. Did I miss something? Because you've got Britt Baker's back up. Britt Baker's back up. You know, either side or either either side of the of the ring, but no, but no help for Thunder Rosa. Not that she seemed to need it that much. Crowd were a bit down on this match, but it was beautifully arranged and brought on, as I say, so many matches were in this pay-per-view. You got a very nice early on Baker air raid crash and then a pendulum suplex, which as Giovanni said, never seen her pull that one out before. No, and it was lovely. Then there's a, a, a Thunder Rosa superplex straight into a neck breaker and a sliding lariat, nice chain wrestling, long two. Baker then hit an avalanche air raid crash, only for a long two. And then she um, she gives her a curb stomp on the belt. Rosa kicks out. The crowd pop for that. Then you've got the, the Baker tapping twice, actually, but the ref distracted. Rosa goes out to deal with the with the with the pests. The distraction on the on the outside comes back in and walks straight into another curb stomp. And Baker wins. Good match, actually. Not sure the crowd were really as into it as they should be, but they're tired by this point. And they've still got some matches to go, including Mox versus Danielson. I'm not into this match because I know what happens with Mox and Danielson. I know they want to try and give a knockdown drag out and the two um, the two styles won't really... Well, they'll be different, but they will mesh because they'll make sure they do because they're both great wrestlers. They'll both bleed. And I know that there'll be no quarter given. You know, it's it, it was... Pretty much a, a carnage type match, but really the match was overshadowed, which is in a way a sadness, by Stephen Regal coming out, or William Regal if you want to call him that. And there's a chance of holy shit, and quite right, it's been kept quiet, 
and nobody's really thought about it. And he slaps them both like a kind of because they both trained with him and they both and they both really respect him. So he came on like some kind of Victorian father. How dare you do this to me? You should be working together. And they it looks like they will work together and will have can they exist together? Or will it be like the mega powers, they'll be exploding later on? Will it be like that? But you know, it's it did make them look a bit like children. And Danielson hasn't got an issue with that, I don't think, because he has got a character which is a little bit like that. Mox is supposed to be tough and he's not supposed to take any shite from anybody. And it did make him look like a naughty schoolboy. And that's not good. He lost out there. So, Guevara, Darby Allen, Sting versus Private Party, uh, and Hard and, uh, and and Andrade. Well, the Hardy family offense, really, and Andrade. This was beautifully done as well. It slowly came to the boil, and then they didn't arm. I mean, it was carnage in the ring. If you thought the match before it was, this was extraordinary. They turned up the heat a bit. Guevara, beautiful. He, he was he, he was hit by a chair. The chair was thrown at him. He was on the top, and he just falls without any kind of. He just falls flat onto the floor. That must have really hurt him. Halfway through, the butcher and blade came out, and that was the real sort of beginning of the ramping up here. They smashed Alan, you know. Butcher grabbed Alan by by his uh, legs if for a for a swing and then smacked him repeatedly into the barricade. We like that. We've got Guevara with Isaiah Cassidy on the lighting block. It's about 20 feet up, 25 feet up. He did at one point wait to kind of big up and gurn at the crowd. Look at me, look at what I'm going to do. Then hit a lovely Spanish fly through two tables. They didn't half hit hard. It looked like Sammy hit his head on the nearest table and it looked like he really clattered himself. I hope he's all right. And then in what was probably the, the, the move that nobody expected, Sting jumped from a rather low um, balcony through Andrade and three tables. That's just great. Doesn't matter who won or lost, does it? Because it's all about the carnage and it was there for everyone to see. So you follow that with a good wrestling match. And Paige and Cole gave us one. Superb. Again, not given enormous, well, about 20 minutes or so. But they packed it full of stuff, including a sort of pop-up throw, countered with knees to the neck from uh, from Paige. A nasty Paige powerball on the apron. I mean, he really got some, some snap in that. And then a fully extended moonsault. Beautiful. There was a sitting down slap spot. And then a Panama Sunrise on the floor. Low blow, Panama Sunrise, drive-by lariat, kick out. Now that doesn't usually happen, does it? And then a massive lariat, but a kick when he came in for the bookshot lariat. A massive coal backpack pile driver. Sorry, the page backpack pile driver to Cole. The dead eye through the table. The dark order come out to see if he's all right. We don't really need that. We get the bookshot lariat. It's definitely going to be a going to be a pin. Cole just puts his hand on the rope. 
but pretty soon after he succumbs to a second buckshot lariat. Page gives him respect on the way out, and so he should. It's a brilliant way to end the pay-per-view. You don't need any more shenanigans or any special announcements. We finish with wrestling. And we showed all sorts of wrestling here. Jade Cargill was also on the bill with Ty Conti. It was all right. Cargill won, didn't she? I'm not too interested. The only thing that was interesting to me was, will she be taken to a good match? And yes, she was. But generally, this was a superb combination of good angles coming to fruition. Thank goodness we've got the wardrobe face turn. And thank goodness that MJF and CM Punk thing is finished. But really good, extraordinary matches with some great wrestling matches. What more could you want? Crowd were hot from beginning to end. It was a long pay-per-view, but it was worth every minute. Ta-ta.